Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series, where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations, to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers, brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. This is Mike Kramer, Western Equipment Dealers Association, with Association CEO John Schmeiser. John, historically, there are two areas of advocacy that consistently rank one and two with dealers, not only at WIDA, but throughout North America. One is government relations, which is the business of reviewing laws and regulations that may affect how a dealer does business. And the other is manufacturer relations, perhaps the most important area that also has an effect on how dealers do business. But hidden in plain view is the Industry Relations Task Force, or IRTF. To some, the task force is the centerpiece of manufacturer relations. John, tell us a little bit about what it is and what it does. Well, thank you very much, Mike, and I agree 100%. Manufacturer relations are the most important thing that our association does on behalf of its members. And a lot of our manufacturer relations that we do are coordinated through the Industry Relations Task Force. And this is a working group of four equipment dealer association managers. We have over 110 years of combined experience, and we meet with the manufacturers on a very regular basis, at the very least once a year, where we put together an agenda of topical issues and concerns of equipment dealers. We bring these to the attention of the manufacturer, and we sit down you know, over a day and discussing these items, and we try and come up with some solutions that are in the best interests of the industry. John, what made the IRTF necessary? Well, unfortunately, at one time, the relationship between the dealers and the manufacturers was adversarial, and that was unfortunate. We were seeing equipment dealer associations run to their state legislatures to introduce bills or get bills sponsored and get bills passed that were directly related to provisions that are in the dealer contract. And the manufacturers started to take note that equipment dealer associations were doing this without any consultation at all with the manufacturers. So the manufacturers were getting caught off guard because of these legislative initiatives. So they came to us and said that there's got to be a better way. If there are issues of concern, we think that there's another solution instead of trying to get this result through legislation. So let's set up a formal process where we can discuss these issues of concern, and maybe we can come to an agreement or a solution without the need for legislation. So that's how it started. And this started in 1998. We have 20 years of experience of using this format to discuss issues of concern. There still has been some legislative initiatives that have taken place uh, despite uh, this initiative. But at the same time, I feel that we have a lot of success stories that we've accomplished through this process. John, at one time, consider this. There were more than 40 associations that were serving equipment dealers in North America consider or even imagine if all descended on an equipment manufacturer over the course of a year that had to be a load of work to deal with has the task force made the process of working with industry suppliers 
more streamlined and efficient for not only the associations, but for dealers and suppliers. Yes, absolutely we have. And because it's a small working group of equipment dealer association executives, and like I said before, executives with lots of years of experience, it is a very streamlined process. But even though there's four executives that are on the industry relations task force, we still seek the input of the other associations and the other association managers. So we will encourage other managers to contact their dealers in advance of a meeting that we're having with manufacturer to provide those issues of concern. We take them and then the four of us sit down and look at, you know, what's a priority? What's a emerging issue? What's of utmost concern to our dealers? And then we put the agenda together. And I should also say, Mike, that once the meeting is done, like we take notes at the meeting and we make sure that we have approval from the manufacturer on those notes. And then we will distribute them to dealers right across North America of that line so the dealers can see the issues discussed as well as the result from those discussions. John, you've told us what the task force is, what it does. Tell us about what it has done. What are some success stories? Well, the task force was put together for a number of reasons, but perhaps the most important reason was to establish some mutual trust and respect for each other. And for each other, I mean between dealers associations and manufacturers. We also wanted to open the lines of communication. And while we have been opening those lines of communication, we have found a lot of common ground where there's some issues where we're on the same side of the issue. So we've used the Industry Relations Task Force as a platform to discuss areas that we have mutual benefit and a shared concern, and we are on the same page or same perspective an issue. And and we've used this forum, okay, let's pursue a joint effort on this initiative. And perhaps the best example that I have of this is the Right to Repair Initiative. Um, there's been a lot of informa- misinformation out there in the community, in my opinion, about right to repair and what it's about. We found very quickly that this is an issue that affects dealers and manufacturers equally. So this forum gave us the ability to put together a coordinated approach about how we're going to fight right to repair. And this is just a great success story of dealers and manufacturers working together and I'm not exactly sure if we would we would be where we are today on this initiative if we didn't have that process or that structure or that mutual trust uh, that we established through the Industry Relations Task Force. John Schmeiser, CEO of WIDA. John, if there was a misconception early on about the task force is that it was created to help a single member deal with a single supplier. While that is not the case, and I think that's been established now, Learning about a single dealer's issues could help the task force identify an issue that may be broader than first thought. So how do you evaluate what you hear from dealers and how are meeting agendas with suppliers determined? Well, first of all, Mike, I have to thank our dealers right across the country who have been very supportive of this process and have provided us agenda items or issues of concern that they feel should be agenda items. So we will hear individual issues. We will hear broader issues. And when it comes to an individual issue, we make sure that it isn't isolated. And we've always, you know, the rule of thumb is if one dealer feels this way, 
we always believe that more dealers feel that way as well, but they just haven't communicated their concern about it. So if we get an individual issue, we will reach out to other dealers and we'll see if that same concern is being uh, is being had. And And once we get an understanding of the seriousness of an issue, then what we do is we put it together with all other potential agenda items. And you know, we'll look at is what is the most concerning to our dealers? What are the priorities? We will go back to dealers with our list of concerns at times and even ask for their input about what issue should be on the agenda or or what we should, you know, maybe view as something that's not worth fighting for or not worth arguing about. So we vet that process from the individual concerns that come from dealers. You know, we look at the broad scope that an issue may have, and then we make a case-by-case judgment call as to whether or not that is an issue that should be on the agenda. And then once we have the agenda finalized, we will provide that in advance to the manufacturers so they can have the right people in the room so that they're prepared to address that agenda item as well. It's something that we learned very early on in the process. The more heads up that we can give the manufacturer about what the concern is, the better dialogue that we have actual the meetings, the more detailed answers that we get during the meeting. So uh, I believe that filtering out the issues into the top priority items and making sure that the manufacturers have the right people in the room is a real key to our success. Kind of proves the old adage: uh, it's better to talk to someone than about someone. So it sounds like you know you've you've got that well thought out. A lot of dealers will look at this and say that the task force works mainly on agricultural dealer problems, but that's not exactly true. It's not limited to the ag industry, right? That is correct. We've had numerous discussions about the construction industry space, um, uh, industrial equipment, forestry equipment, outdoor power equipment, mid-size agri-equipment, equipment, large property owner equipment, um, a lot of uh, broad areas of discussion in those areas as well. We purposely designed this not to be a focus on ag, and I think that's served us very well by having this approach from a very broad spectrum. John, in closing, let's not ignore the immense and very, very vital uh, contributions of legal counsel to the task force, especially in the area of interpreting franchise agreements and reviewing contracts. The association works with one of the best. Yeah, absolutely. And and we've been fortunate to have Lance Formalt and his colleagues at Secret Bingham lead us through this process. Um, I think it really is a success story for us as well, too, where... Um, we will receive a contract from a manufacturer before they're um, uh, ready to present it to their dealer channel. They will give us the opportunity to provide comment on the contract. And I think that process works very well for the manufacturers as well, too. They can go back to their dealer network and say that, hey, your dealer association council has reviewed this contract, has been the op- has been given the opportunity to provide comment on it. That has been taken into consideration as this document has been drafted. And we will go one step further. We will also hold informational meetings where necessary with dealers of a particular line when a new contract is being presented to them. And we'll go over the terms and conditions and the dealer's obligations in that contract so the dealer clearly understands 
what he's signing and what his obligations are. And I think that really completes the circle of the process because the manufacturers can say, we've engaged your dealer association council to review the contracts. We've heard their comment. Now your dealers association is also advising you as to what your obligations are. And I think in a lot of cases that has facilitated the manufacturers getting dealers to sign the contract fairly quickly. But in the end, it all starts with having the proper resources in place. And that's where Lance Formal and his colleagues uh, at Siegfried Bingham have really been an asset, not only to the association, but to every individual dealer in North America. WIDA CEO John Schmeiser, longtime member of the Industry Relations Task Force. John, thank you. Thank you very much, Mike. This has been WIDA Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to WIDA Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.